Hey, g'day guys, what's up? It's uh, First Down Under Podcast. I'm Zach James, the man sitting opposite me, Charlie King. Charlie, how you going, mate? Another week of NFL in the books. Another week, another scattered week of NFL results. I'm starting to get a little bit fed up uh, with what's happening around the league. A few, you know, kind of consistent results, but some of these games, man, I wake up on Monday morning just in absolute shock. Yeah. And... I just say, I think some of them you could watch about five or six times and still not understand how you got the result that we saw. Um, but, you know, some really nice, I, th- I think it's good for the league. We've got a lot of different teams up in the air at the moment, a lot of one and two teams that are kind of thereabouts. And the real standouts for me are the Rams, obviously, at three and zip. And there's not a lot else uh, <laughs> between them because oh. you've got, you've literally got. The Miami Dolphins are three and zip. Yeah, I so wouldn't that, get too excited about Miami. Are they your right two now. undefeated teams? Are they the only ones left? And the Chiefs, mate. And the Chiefs. And the, the Chiefs. I forgot about absolute the Chiefs. Sorry. Juggernaut. So the juggernaut. Kansas so, City Chiefs. So those three teams, apart from that, it's just, it's all up in the air. And, uh, you know, it's pretty standard for week three, though. In the NFL. Yeah, it's the kind of the last week where 90% of the league still thinks they can make the playoffs. Yeah. If you're 1-2, and 2-1 two, two and one or 3-0, and oh, you're still thinking, no, nah, yeah, we're fine. We had a, we've either had a good win or, mm. you know, we've had a couple of tough losses, whatever it is. Yep. If you're 0-3, yep. it's panic stations. Your coach yeah. is on the hot seat. Everyone's freaking out. I mean, I'm thinking of the Houstons, the Oaklands of the world who are in struggle yeah. town, dude. It's yeah. uh, a lot going on. I mean, it says so much about the parity of the league that the biggest – Upset, I think, in 20 years has occurred yeah. this week. Yeah. With uh, Minnesota and uh, Buffalo. And we're we're going to get to that game. It's gonna we're getting into that, guys. We've got, we've got four downs to get to. Uh, first down, we're going to be trading uh, the two top stories around the league. Second down, we will be punching through all the games and plenty to get to, dude. i got a lot to talk about. i got a lot on my mind. A lot of analysis. Uh, third down, we'll give our locks for week four. And, of course, on the fourth down, we punt. We always do. Like, like great conservative coaches out there. Yeah. We like to punt. And, uh, of course, this was a great week for absolutely destroying your multi. And I woke yeah. up on Monday morning devastated. <laughs> As many other NFL fans did. Uh, it's just nothing worse than, like, your second leg going down. Yeah. You're, uh, You're not even in the game. You're uh, not even there till like, half time. Exactly. It's like, just, just give me a sniff. So... But, you weren't uh, even close to I me. Mean, I think we were, we were literally Jason Garrett on offense this week, conservative, and we still yeah, paid the price. Honestly. I mean, uh, going from eight leagues to where I am today in week three, <laughs> really... it's just still getting the same results. It's, yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah you've, you've, you've turned a corner, dude. <laughs> I might go back to being scattered. I don't know. We'll uh, figure it out. But, uh, Zach, your lead take from this week. Yeah, let's get to the first down. Shock news for the San Francisco 49ers. A devastating injury to starting quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo. He's torn his ACL. One of the worst injuries you could go through. A huge amount of rehab. It limits you. Anytime a starting QB goes down, it should be season over. I don't know if you've seen the injuries. I haven't seen it yet. Um, oh, yeah. I'm assuming it's as innocuous as most ACLs are. Simple simple twitch of the knee and the player knows kind of straight away. Did Jimmy G, did he, did he, did he know? Did you see the pain? Charlie was one of the dumbest players I've ever seen. Oh, okay. It really so there's sucks. no sympathy there. I, there's no sympathy. I feel bad for 49ers fans. I obviously wow. feel bad for Jimmy G. Yep. But let me paint the picture. Uh, they're down against the Chiefs. High-powered offense. Jimmy wants to get something going. He's running out to the left, and uh, he's got five defenders, Chiefs defenders, swarming in on him. Yep. 
Now, he's got an easy path to run out and to fight for another down. This is what great quarterbacks do. You know, yeah. They keep themselves healthy. And yeah. uh, Eli Manning, for all his criticisms, has never missed a game for injury. I mean, the yeah. guy knows how to keep himself healthy and fight for another down. He throws out a bounce, closes his eyes. Exactly. Oh Throw an interception, just don't get your ACL yeah. done. Yeah. So instead of running out with five defenders approaching, Jimmy Garoppolo decides to cut back and try and maybe fight for one, two extra yards at yeah. best. Garoppolo escaping trouble, running, 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 and he will get all the way inside the 10 to the... Look, Jimmy's a fighter. Jimmy's tough. He's going to try to get extra yards with a cutback right here. And watch him. He goes right in mm. to Nelson. And Nelson, almost to me, looks like he's almost pulling up so he doesn't get sure. a late flag. He does his ACL. He gets absolutely planted by one of the Chiefs defenders. It just felt like such a preventable injury, and uh, it's it's really sad. Yeah, I'm watching feel... the footage now. It's it's the simple split second where he could have just literally jogged out. He could have jogged out. It's, I mean, it's the game's over. Pivot, right? It, it yeah. Just, it, and you can see where he did it. It's brutal. Yeah. Uh, I'd advise not watching it, but if you do want to see an ACL tear and how easily it happens, go watch it. He's but... just, oh, he's, just, he's, just, he's not Cam Newton. I don't know what he's thinking here. I'm watching this here now. And he literally could have just gone out, and he's just... I mean, God, oh like, God, it's devastating. God bless him. He's trying to make things happen, but it's yeah. the same. it reminds me of how Carson Wentz did his ACL last year. As he just, yeah, he yep, was trying yep. to maul his way through a bunch of Rams defenders. And, and you're thinking, dude, just, just live to fight another down. Yeah. Like you, you do your best stuff when you're in the pocket. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And it's the same for Jimmy G. So for those who are unfamiliar with Jimmy Garoppolo, he uh, is a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Allegedly at one point, he was the heir to the Tom Brady throne. However, he was traded to the 49ers who last year for a second-round pick. They went 1-10 before Jimmy G started, then won the next five games. Yeah to, put it, yeah, to put it into context, this was considered one of the most lopsided trades in NFL history. I mean, here's what I'm thinking, dude. He, he signed a five-year, $137 million contract in the offseason. Yeah. He's the franchise quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. A lot of yeah. hype before the season about the 49ers. People said they'd be sort of sniffing at the door of the playoffs or at least yeah. they're a year off. My thinking now is ACL injury, awful. He's not going to play until 2019. That'll mean, Chaz, that he's only started 10 games since 2013. So in five years, you've got a franchise quarterback that you're paying like $27.5 million a year who's played 10 games in five years. But you've got to take out those years he was benched. He couldn't play. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, right. at, at the end it. of the get, day, you've got to get, get reps, Yeah, I, right? I get that. I get that. And maybe that's why he's making these poor decisions. Yeah. Like, regardless, it, he sat behind Tom Brady and he got to learn from him, and this was great. He got a couple of yeah. Super Bowl rings for the, mm. for his efforts as well. But I don't know. There's just a couple of question marks with the 49ers. Yeah, but, but you, I think in today's QB market, that this kind of QB, obviously on the run he had with those, finishing those five games in the year with five wins. And, you know, John Lynch, the new 49ers GM, making a statement, this is our new team. Signing to be this max contract was essentially a step in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, maybe the, yeah, the 49ers didn't pencil the Super Bowl in this year. It was always the, the year after. So if you put it in that perspective, it can be uh, it can be taken as a positive. You know, they do have CJ uh, Bethard coming in, so you don't know how many games he can he can string together. But you know, it is devastating. It's probably the most crushing injury that we could have foretold this year. I would say of all the players for Jimmy G, the leader of that 49ers team. It's completely devastating, and I, I really wanted to see him succeed. Yeah, I think we all did. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree. Big Jimmy GQ, the handsome man that he is. Yeah, yeah he's a good-looking fella. He's gorgeous. So, Pert and Rapperport, Charlie, uh, 49ers coach, 
Kyle Shanahan says he'll be working out several free agent QBs tomorrow, including Tom Savage. Ooh. Uh, uh, Kellen Clemens. TJ Yates, Ooh. and possibly, if he wants to make the trip, Matt Moore, but that is unconfirmed. Ex-Dolphins. Ex-Dolphins. Yeah, what about um, Tyrod Taylor? He might be getting a call. Yeah, well, Tyrod get benched for yeah. the Cleveland Browns. I mean, not a bad idea, Charlie. Yeah. To salvage your season. He's a good quarterback. So leading into my story, another massive takeaway from week three, the Cleveland Browns get the W, their first win in 635 days. We couldn't find the stat for their last away win. This was a home win at First Energy Stadium, but I, we will find that stat we'll because I feel set. like that will be huge. That I will feel be, like that could, possibly, that, could, that could possibly be a thousand days. Yeah, I, close to three years, I would say. Um, so to give you a bit of context, if anyone hadn't seen the game, the Browns beat the Jets 21-17 to on Thursday Night Football. It was an absolute treat for the fans. Tyrod Taylor... Started out two for 12. Not his best start uh, by any means. And the Browns offense was just breaking down. The lights were dimming at First Energy Stadium with their 3,000 strong fans. He goes down the second quarter, late in the second quarter to an injury. Debut is Taylor's being led off the field. The Browns use a timeout. They have one timeout left. They're about to get it back. And we are about to see the uh, pro debut, at least in the regular season, of Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and I'm interested to see how they're going to play it now. They should get great field position and... You know, let Baker, I, I'm sure they're not going to have him handcuffed. Let him do his thing. There's plenty of time. To give you guys a bit of context, there was a, a very similar moment to which my my glorious brain flashback to of 2001 uh, with a quarterback called Drew Bledsoe for the New England oh. Patriots. And <laughs> okay. he was a star of his team. And uh, he was essentially leading the Pats to another successful season. He goes down uh, to a shocking injury. And a man named Tom Brady was given an opportunity to lead this team. He led them to three Super Bowls in four years, to a dynasty, to one of the, great, the greatest quarterback of all time. And that moment, I knew Bake, Bake, Bake Mayfield was your Tom Brady 2.0. Charlie, that we, was just such a massive turning point in the Cleveland Browns can franchise history. Can we please history. that that pump no that the was right. You got to admit that was close. I'm sitting here in just terms holding of my just breath. QB replacements. Bake just saw the opportunity. He came out. I could just see him on YouTube in 15 years in slow motion running out now. He lit it up, 17 for 23, got the Browns offense back up and running, leads him, leads him to a massive, massive win. And, you know, he's got the Browns starting job for a long time. He got the, he got the nod today officially. And I got to remind me a lot of Tom Brady. Uh, uh, I got I to say. Okay, I got to slow you down there. I obviously loved it. Love seeing yeah. Mayfield crush it, outplay Donald. And we'll kind of get into this a little bit more in the second down as to the, the sort of the, in specifics. But... I mean, it's the Jets on yeah. Thursday night. Who tuned out the Browns? The, 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 the Lions. The Lions, 48-17. And then one. got spanked by the Miami Dolphins. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all in context. I think it's yeah, great yeah, yeah, for the yeah, Browns to yeah. get their win. And Charlie, I wouldn't smack their fans. That was a full stadium. Yeah. You haven't won a game in, I don't know, what, 600 days? And yeah. you're still filling out your stadium. Yeah. God bless you. LeBron James must no longer be in town. <laughs> and, uh, there's not a, lot, not a lot to watch. Kevin Love? Yeah, Kevin Love. Kevin Love, J.R. Right. Smith, is he still playing? He is, he's still playing. He's still contracted. Sexton? Sexton, yeah. Watch out. Could be trading for good, Jimmy Butler. Good pick up. Good this pick is up. not a hoops podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> if Jimmy Butler goes there, I swear to God. Yeah, that that, that moment kind of reminded me of that, so that, that's why I brought it back to that. It's, it's a bit lead. of context. It's my lead story. I'm getting excited about the Browns. I mean, I did watch their hard knocks in the preseason. There's a lot to like about this team. Jarvis Landry back in action. You know, he had eight receptions for 103 yards. He had a great catch over that defender, just absolutely stuck it 
close to the end zone. Um, and he still cops some big hits and found a way to make plays. Carlos Hyde, uh, the Browns running back. I'm absolutely loving what I'm seeing from him. True ground and pound running back. Mm-hmm. And he held his end of the bargain. He was fantastic. And I just could not believe that the Jets found a way to blow this game. Sam Darnold has this incredible ability to look like a quarterback that uh, could run a franchise and then just decides to screw every Jets fan and throw a bomb on uh, interceptions. Yeah, he threw a couple of interceptions late in the game, and yeah. that was that, that was a shame. I mean, he's 21 years old, Yeah, and the moment was a bit big for him. It was a bit big for the entire Jets team, to be honest. Mm. I think there was definitely a momentum shift as soon mm. as Baker took to the field before the end of the half. Gets him a cheeky three points, starts throwing plays down the field. They uh, copied the Philly special for a two-point conversion. Did. Little trick play. They did. They had nothing to call it. The commentators were just absolutely scrambling around looking for words. Oh, they were, they were, they were, they were frothing yeah. it, mate. Yeah. Absolutely frothing it. Oh, no, it's, I think it's fantastic. And uh, officially, the Browns are, uh, they've got a better record than the Patriots. They're 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Give and us a stat for that. Could the Browns potentially, Charlie, let me yep. hit you with this, be 3-0 and if Baker Mayfield had been playing absolutely. all three games? Really? Absolutely they would be. Because I tell you what, he was the difference in that game. Yeah. And uh, Tyrod Taylor, or Tyrod Taylor, for all the good he did last year with the Bills, it just hasn't seemed to have translated here for the Cleveland Browns yeah. at the quarterback position. I think a change of scenery might be in order. They might yep. be able to get a pick for him by one of these more desperate teams. Mm. Uh, as The aforementioned 49ers could be one of them. Mm. Um, could do him some good, but hasn't played well the last two weeks. No, he hasn't. And so is that, yeah. and didn't play well the first half of this game. And then Baker comes in, electrifies the place. The team's excited. And I think it's the perfect situation. Perfect situation for Baker Mayfield. All that swagger, yeah. that it factor that people talked about before the draft yeah. that you can't really... It's an intangible, but it's yeah. real. I mean, you saw it on Thursday Night Football. Absolutely. Awesome. He ran this offense. He just marched him down the field, cool as a cucumber. Didn't look stressed at all. Thursday Night Football, big oh, stage. Dude. And just said, put it on, lads. Put it on, lads, mate. Put it on just, my just, shoulders. Just watch, lads, all right? Just watch. <laughs> 100%. That's right? exactly what I got from it. Post-game. He's like, I've been yeah. doing this my whole life. Yeah. I want to do this. They Don't worry him. about it. Said, how are you ready? You, you're so composed. As corny as it sounds, that's kind of how my whole life's gone. And he was so chill. And I, I just I just love seeing it. I think he's the man. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, I've, I actually believe that that was his last game in Cleveland. I think he gets traded at some point this season. I think this is Bake's team from here on in. They're going to ride this train for as long as they can. I'm not going to put a cap on how many games they can win because I think they're going to be in a lot of games. It's just kind of those end-of-game decision-making errors, which I think have cost this team a lot, similar to the Chargers. Um, <laughs> Very similar Who have to got Chargers. that perf- perfect thing down pat of um, stuffing up games at the end. So. If they can kind of veer away from that, I think this team can, uh, you know, be a five or six win team. Well, I'll tell you what, dude, that defense is tough. Yeah, they play so well. They've kept them in every game, and if this offense can just take it to the next level, yep. Who knows? Uh so yeah, Jeez, a lot of people. Some big takeaways. Only you know two of just a multitude of big takeaways, which we're going to get into in uh, the second down. Let's kick it off with the champagne football, the best of the week, and I'll let you. Take us away. Champagne football, first game up. We had the Saints at Atlanta. Big NFC South matchup. Yeah. Uh, lots to like about this one. Two highly powered offenses, two great quarterbacks, Drew Brees and, and Matt Ryan. Not being so flat, Ryan. He was good on that game. Um, a lot of key takeaways from this one. I think uh, we'll start with the Saints. Drew Brees, 
Just clinical as always. 39 for 49, 396, three touchdowns. Running game was okay. I don't th- I don't know if Mark Ingram was playing. No, I don't think he's uh, playing yet. Kamara was good. I think good. he was out, but Kamara held his end of the bargain. He had 16 for 66. And wide receiver for the Saints, Michael Thomas, continues to emerge. Uh, he had 10 receptions for 129 yards. And then Kamara had 15 receptions for 124 as well. So he's doing a bit of both. He's doing everything. Yeah, he's doing a bit of Christian McCaffrey for the Saints. I'm really liking what I'm saying. Um, and Matt Ryan. Had a massive day for the Falcons, 26 for 35, 374 yards, and five touchdowns, including three to Calvin Ridley. Did you see some of these kids' touchdowns, Zach? Yeah, we we didn't see him for the first two weeks of the league, uh, first two weeks of the season. But um, great to see one of the better names in football, Calvin Ridley, uh, 146 yards, three TDs, Chaz, as you said. Yeah, like they need another quick receiver, um, just lighting up secondary. Just a surprise they didn't get the win. I. I would have thought the Falcons could have held off at home. Yeah. Uh, but I guess it was kind of whoever won the coin toss during overtime was going to win the game. Pretty much. March down and score. I mean, yep. yeah, when both quarterbacks got five touchdowns each. It was it was incredible. A Drew Brees punched in at the goal line with about three minutes remaining in OT, jumping over the pack. And he also had a nice little spin move. Two Falcons guys literally went to just destroy, the, absolutely smashed the shit out of him from the 10-yard line, and he's just literally kept his feet. Harris out to the right. Breeze looking left. He's got room. Across the line of scrimmage. He goes into the end zone. Touchdown, Drew Brees. Drew Brees doesn't want to run the ball, but he does take plenty of good care of his body. Old man Breeze clicks circle. I'm still alive. What's going on? Spin move. Yeah. Sprints into the end zone. What a beast. My my career's done. Yeah. about to be on Fox commentating, and he's just spun it. Uh, and that is that some, incredible. That is some game tape that Jimmy Garoppolo will be watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over his twelve-month rehab, <laughs> <laughs> we can't. Yeah. We can't already make jokes, can we? We can. We, I mean, we can. But that's hey, yeah. Drew Brees. He's forty. So insensitive. So insensitive. Uh, the one thing I don't like about Drew Brees is the way he tucks his jersey in um, on his shoulders. His jersey. If you actually look at his jersey, <laughs> okay. Let me let me look. It's at a little bit crinkled. It looks a bit kind of like. He's been like a um, Saturday night costume party, and he hasn't quite done the sleeves properly. If you actually watch it, that's the one thing I will knock on Drew Brees. Um, apart from that, great arm. Illustrious career. Great leadership. But just owns... the way he wears his jersey, I'm not sure about it. It's like how Janikowski wears his jersey. Just look like a font. Sebastian Janikowski. Oh, no, I love the big like fella. No, he's got everything tucked out. <laughs> he's 40 years old. He's a kicker. He doesn't care. Uh, I, okay. I'm just not sure about it. I'm looking at some pictures of Drew Brees. This is, of yeah. course, the Drew Brees who owns just about every passing record in NFL history. Yeah. Um, the one blemish that maybe will keep him out of the Hall of Fame, as Charlie says, will be his poorly, could come down to it. poorly tucked sleeves. Yep. They're too tight. Wow. Um, so that was a takeaway. And... Uh, it was a massive win for the Would Saints. Would you prefer if you had that Peyton Manning, Big Ben, Sam Bradford loose sleeve? See, I think that... Or is, is it his height, potentially, that doesn't make the sleeve look good? Yeah, maybe. I, that, that's where I'm torn, because the Peyton Manning, like, long sleeveless, like, looks like he got off the couch. It's a tough... It's a tough sell, either or. It's the way tough Rod, to, The way it's... Rogers wears it, if I can bring it back <laughs> to Aaron Rodgers. No, he wears it well. Uh, so, <laughs> model it off him. But the Saints get a massive win. Two and one on the season. You know, kind of a shaky start going down to Tampa at home week one. Well, that's true, you know, Chaz. nearly losing to the Browns last week. I think it, it was good to get back on track against a big division rival who we all think is going to be a factor in the NFC playoffs. Well, I mean, it goes to show just the strength of the NFC South uh, continues to blow my mind. These two teams, high power. We should be seeing them at the end of the year. Yep. Uh, great for the Saints to get back on track. Their defense is still awful. I, I, I don't know how much they've given up in the last three weeks. <laughs> but 
it's not good and they need to fix it. I mean, this yeah. was uh, something that we assumed would happen. There'd be a little bit of bounce back after having a good year last year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's uh, They're going to have to just keep winning games by putting up 43 points. Yep. Well, Drew Brees has done that pretty much his whole career, so I think they're in good stead. Um, <laughs> they'll be fine. Yeah, I think, uh, <laughs> so they'll be fine, but that, it was a big win for them. Good to see them uh, get on the winner's list All right, start mate. off champagne football. Charlie, Steelers at Bucks Monday Night Football. This is what ESPN dreams of. Jason uh, Witten. Yeah. He's so awkward. He's, he's, I, I, I did hear the highlights, and I, I'm coming around to him. I'm not in on Jason Witten yet. He's no Tony Romo. I think he was... Too soon from the field to the booth. You need a couple yeah. of years just doing the like the NFL prime time. Play roles. Yeah, do yeah. that. Uh, Ryan Clark on first take. Just get get Where your miles you up. Have guys, you want you to say play the most obvious shit. Well, these Steelers needed a win, and they got one, thirty to yeah. twenty-seven, uh, yeah. surviving a late Buccaneers. Uh, Which you don't want to be a part surge. of. Um, that, that meant they were looking good. At the first half of the game, i got to say, everyone was leaping off that Fitzpatrick train. The yeah. Fitz magic had worn out. It looked like more of a Fitz tragic, Chaz. Oh, yes. Uh, three picks. <laughs> uh, one was a pick six by Bud Dupree. Oh, and, uh, that was a piss out. It was literally from their goal line. Uh, from it was, their, like, one yard line. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, in my head, I'm thinking, oh, this is uh, James Winston. He's loving it. Yeah. He's watching this just like he's getting out know, of the Uber. Waving one of the terrible towels. Yeah. For Pittsburgh. <laughs> just let's get the win, boys. Um, obviously, yeah, Fitzmagic came back strong in the second half, did more than enough to save his starting role. Um, what did he go? 30 for 50, 411 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Oof. Got them just, just short of uh, a, a come from behind victory. They were down by 17 at one point in the second half, Chaz. Mm. It wasn't looking good, but 35-year-old Ryan Fitzpatrick has now had three consecutive games of over 400 yards passing, and that is an NFL record. Wow. Well, that's going to be an NFL record when you're, you're rushing about 60 yards average uh, from P. Barber. Uh, so whoever that is. And he you know, Fitzpatrick had five carries for 27 yards, so... Let's Almost see. embodying that Cam Newton type second running back. <laughs> uh, so. That's what we think of when we look at Fitzmagic. Yeah, right? but it was exactly the same for both quarterbacks. I mean, absent of a running game, Pittsburgh with Le'Veon Bell, who they're currently talking about trading potentially. Yeah. So they had James Conner. He had 61 yards. It was a little I bit better. Conner, than Conner was than, all right. Yeah, he's serviceable, but you can tell the Steelers' offense was so pass-oriented and just needed – like every, every play I saw, Roethlisberger's dropping back. Oh, shit, AB's not open. Better go to Juju. I'll throw it to Vance McDonald, give him a reception. Dude, let's quickly talk about Vance McDonald. My God, that bionic stiff arm. Yeah. He runs down. He looked like the winter soldier. He did. Just stiff arm to play into the ground. I think his name was Chris Conti. Let's quickly listen to that. Third and 10. Easy first down. Vance McDonald, and he keeps his footing. Wow. Can he get there? 75 yard touchdown. What a stiff arm. Now, they've been waiting for him to get going. He's had an injury. Look at that. Right there. <laughs> Throws him out of the club. <laughs> Connie the veteran. Oh, 75-yard oh. touchdown. you got to love it. Mm. you got to love it. The big definitely, fella. Definitely keeping Heath Miller out of a job. Um, Heath Miller retired five years ago. There's McDonald. He is a talent. Uh, one to watch, no doubt about it. No, he's no Jesse James. He's, yeah, he's no Jesse James, who who we love. Um, yeah, Fitzmagic, he finished strong early. The Steelers did all the work, pretty much. So it was 30 to 10 at one point, I think. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They survived. Yeah, and it was a statement game from the Steelers with all the 
controversy, well, not a controversy, but, you know, Antonio Brown wasn't happy during the week, said, you know, we're not up to scratch. This isn't Pittsburgh Steelers football. Mm-hmm. We suck. Yeah. Uh, didn't rock up to training on Monday. Star, and, uh, star running back Le'Veon Bell, of course, uh, sitting out yep. in a contract dispute, which yep. is uh, frustrating a lot of the players. And, yep. um, I mean, they're one, one and one and their season's back online. Uh, the, AFC North is well within their grasp. I wouldn't be stressing too much about the Browns, uh, Ravens, and Bengals just yet. And yeah. the Buccaneers, two and one. They're on the decline. Uh, yep. I think, the, you know, has the magic run out? I don't think so. James Winston is not getting his starting job no, back. He's that's definitely for not. Sure. He's definitely not. Fed's magic's done enough to keep the role for the next couple of weeks. I mean, think. here's the question, Chaz. What do you do with James Winston? You trade him. You tr- really? Yeah. He's washed up. Okay. What's he actually done? Well, you know, he was a number one pick in the 2015 yeah, draft. So, yeah, what's he done? Uh, he's 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 been a he's been a kind of average quarterback. Yeah, and I don't think you're going to build your franchise around Ryan Fitzpatrick, no matter how good he is. He's 35 years old, and ask any Jets fan, you don't fall for Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, you do not. I would say you trade him and get some decent draft picks. Build around Fitz. But no one's really going to... Build around Fitz. Yes. You don't know how long this window's going to last. <laughs> well, if he keeps playing like this, mate, I mean, 400 <laughs> yards a game, it's pretty decent. There's no reason to to uh, to move on from Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm sure that uh, they'll keep yeah. Winston, but yeah, I'm not sure what they do. I'm not yeah. sure what they do. They've, they've got a couple of years left on his rookie deal. And, yeah. Uh, so, I'll tell you what I'd love to do. I'd love to go to Raymond James Stadium, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, home field. I, I just love the design. I love the pirate ship at the end. I it, hate it, it the gives pirate me, ship. Um, you know, the movie Hook? Yeah. Robin Williams. It reminds me of that, like that kind of, yeah, Neverland. I just, I just want to go. That's kind of why I hate it. I reckon we go. It seems like a, a theme park. I'm like, yeah. that should be a Disneyland. Don't if have I could go to one, one stadium, it'd be Raymond James. Really? See Fitzy. MetLife? Nah, no MetLife, damn it. Fox, uh, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> um, Green Bay? No, aesthetically, it's be- it's a beautiful stadium. It is but, so far from that. I disagree. Yeah. One thing I will say, Chaz, roughing the passer penalty, and we'll talk about this again when we get uh, to Green Bay, but uh, it needs to be fixed. Jason yeah. Pierre-Paul, defender for the Bucks, literally brushed his hand on Big Ben's helmet. Yep. Big Ben, looking like Neymar. Just dives to the ground and he gets a flag. It's, it's ridiculous. I'm, I'm, it went both ways. Both teams were suffering these roughing the passer penalties. It's just frustrating as a fan to watch. Your thoughts? Well, I think I think we are. It's it's similar to with, with the AFL. I think we're getting a little bit too uh, conscious of the players themselves and actually going away from what we what the players are actually taught to do. And it's now becoming an issue of a linebacker going to make a tackle or making a play and thinking about the health of the quarterback and almost pulling up to affecting their actual performance. So I think that the NFL needs to take a stand on this because otherwise it's going to turn into, you know, similar to what we're seeing, you know, with netball. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there's almost no contact. I mean, I can see why the Clay Matthews first one we saw, obviously, I didn't see the one this week with Clay, but we'll discuss that one later. No, Charlie, I agree. I mean, injuries happen. I'm all for making the, the game safer. Yeah. Uh, concussions are terrible. And w- this isn't what that's about. These hits aren't dangerous. They're midsection hits. They're tackling people, putting a little bit of body weight on them. Mm. But it's like, how do you not, when you're sprinting at another man to tackle him, yeah. put some of your body weight on him when you tackle him to the ground? It's ridiculous. I don't know. They're, they're bending over backwards. Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a serious worry. Let's hope, let's hope they address it this week. Um, they probably won't. They probably won't. Um, anyway, moving on to the next champagne football game. It was the Jets and the Browns. I mean, we more or less covered it. We um, did. I, I thought uh, we were just going to talk about sort of the the, uh, 
the ethos of the Browns win. Yeah. The significance of but it. We exactly. We just went through the game, so I think we've covered that. A lot of so. happy people in Cleveland, so let's just touch on that. A lot of, lot of beers to be had. A lot of beers to be had. Yeah. Uh, Shaken Bacon Mayfield yeah. is officially the starter, and the new era yeah. of the Cleveland Browns starts next week. The dream role for ten, anyone. 10 days to rest. I'm not sure who they're playing. No, they're going to Oakland. You're joking. They are going to Oakland. What a dream and run. If they beat them, John Gruden will be out of a job. I mean, I, I pray. I pray for it. But here's the problem. John He'll be Gruden, back on Monday Night Football. I'd love that. I mean, if he can replace <laughs> Jason Witten. Jesus Christ. I just worry about uh, the Raiders because they've paid John Mill- John Million, John Gruden. Johnny Mill. $100 million over 10 years. Yeah. That's a lot of money. You should have given that to uh, to Khalil Mack. The NFL's not the same, man. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. This is back uh, in tough, my day. Tough. Tough this to Derek, win these this, games. This Derek Carr, man, I'll tell you something. I'm going to get Mitch Trubisky. Mm-hmm. He's uh, a Khalil Mack trade. Really uh, just a bit of icing on the cake for John Gruden. All right, Chaz, so just about wraps us up for Champagne Football. Let's uh, let's head to the games that were yeah, nah, good. These are the watchable, enjoyable. A to B. A to B kind of games. They get you there, Chaz. Yeah, yeah. They get you there. Let, get, me, let me kick us off. Yeah, you kick us off. All right, the 49ers at the Chiefs. We talked about it a little bit at the start of the game. This is the uh, start of the podcast. Mm. Of course, Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. Heartbreak for the 49ers. It absolutely sucks. They're now playing for 2019. I don't think there's anyone on the roster that's going to be able to stand up and fill his position. Uh, this yeah. offense wasn't great with Garoppolo, to be honest. Uh, and while you know Shanahan's an offensive wizard, I just can't imagine they're going to win more than three to five games. I think I think three to five games is generous, to be honest. I think um, it's not it's not a deep team, right? No, it's not. And they just, just yeah. got past the Detroit Lions. They're they're one and two right now. Yeah, Jimmy was just doing enough uh, the quarterback position to keep this team in it. I mean, the defense was just getting by. So it's devastating for this offense. And Shanahan's going to have his work cut out for him with with very limited quarterback options um, in the market. So who's he going to trade for? RG three. Yeah. Go yeah, back to RG, you can go to RG3. That's um, legitimately an option. You know, if their quota is to win five or six games, you, you, you definitely give RG3 a buzz. Oh, absolutely, mate. Charlie, I promise one week this year we will stop jerking off to Patrick Mahomes' highlights. But it will not be soon. It will not be this week. No. Uh, he throws another three touchdowns. He's had zero picks all year. 13 touchdowns in the first three games of the season and an NFL record. Uh, the guy completed 24-38 passes. He threw it to everyone. Kelsey, tight end, was looking like a beast. They had this game wrapped up at halftime, and I think they were going through the motions, making sure no one got hurt. And yep. uh, good thing they did, because that's exactly what happened to the other team. Yeah, they were fantastic again. It's it's similar to Rams. Good to see a team really beat down on, on a mediocre franchise in the Niners. Um, and Patrick Mahomes just continues to step up. I mean, 314 yards, three touchdowns. Some of those passes he was making, there, were, there was a one Rogers play where he escaped the pocket, did a little spin move, and he was almost full pelt sprinting and just threw an absolute dart to the back of the end zone. Pressure now on Mahomes. He's in trouble. Now gets it away. Are you kidding me? And the commentators went, wow. It was just an incredible play. This team is rolling. Kareem Hunt, you know, he had 44 yards carry, uh, rushing for two touchdowns. Kelsey had a big day as well. Um, it's going to be really hard to stop this Chiefs offense. Uh, well, that's the thing. Their defense isn't great. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you it, said that last week. They, they continue to give up big scores, but that just doesn't matter um, on the offensive side. And if you're a gambling man like us, I think it'd be wise to bet the over. 
Yeah, but the pro- but whoever, yeah. whoever yeah, yeah, the Chiefs yeah. are playing, they have uh, the Broncos on Monday Night Football next week, which should be great. I'm God, that'll be a to treat. That. Yeah, uh, Broncos, Broncos D, will they be able to do anything to this offensive line? I know their uh, pass rushes are pretty good, Von yeah. Miller and Bradley Chubb. Yeah. I don't think their pass defense is going to be able to match up to them. Yeah, but, is that at Denver? Uh, I believe it is at, yeah, it's at okay. Mile High. Yeah, yeah. I it'll think, be a good game. Yeah, Denver be, plays well at home. Yeah, they, it'll be a good game. Denver's two, Denver's two and one. I think uh, the Chiefs, we don't bet the Chiefs, even though they're probably one of the most reliable picks because the odds are so short. Maybe we consider the Chiefs. Oh, ma- dude, I yeah. would so consider the Chiefs. I'd bet the over. I think the look the over under on Broncos Chiefs would probably be. I'm gonna guess around fifty one. Okay, but it might be higher. I just can't You're imagine thirty seven that- fourteen. I can see that. I can see yeah, that. Case yeah. Keenum two twenty yards, zero touchdowns. I can see it. Zero touchdowns, one pick, yeah, crucial one pick. pick. Yeah, towards the end of the game. Yeah. Um, Royce Freeman runs for two TDs. You yeah, know, I could, I could uh, Corey Lindsay. I could see it. I, I could, could see it. Mm, <laughs> I, I believe in that. Uh, so Mahomes, Mahomes off in the third quarter. He's throwing four touchdowns. I, think, um, I, I just don't see any reason why you shouldn't believe in the Chiefs. Obviously, oh. it's September football, and when it gets a little colder, yep. this aerial attack might go down a little bit. But yep. for now, man, if I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm loving. I'm loving life. Everything I've seen. Absolutely. It's, it's so sick. And, yeah. and good on Patty Mahomes. He's taking the league by storm. I don't yeah. think we have words to describe him. So no. we're just going to keep jerking off to him until yep. he throws a pick. Yeah, exactly right. Moving on to our next year. Yeah, nah, nah, good. We had the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Carolina to face Cam. Cam. Whoa, Cam. And, what a he. Uh, what a he. What a he. What a he. Cam overthrows his receiver. So I had the great privilege of calling this game. Loved loved the matchup, for starters. Um, I always enjoy an overcast weather game in Carolina. I don't know why, <laughs> but I or every time I watch Carolina game, it is overcast. And especially when the Panthers rock the wide away kit. I was just frothing it. I was like, this is this is such a lock of a game. And uh, the Panthers get an important win at home, 31-20 to 20 win against the Inform Bengals. Cam was just being Cam, you know, threw for the pedestrian 150 yards, but said, no, no, I'm going to run it a fair bit more. Had a couple of Russian TDs to go along with two passing touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, living Man, up to all the hype. He's arrived, hey? Yeah, he has arrived. Nickel secondary, and Newton. McCaffrey, big hole into the secondary, and there he goes. It is a foot race. McCaffrey inside the 10. Tackle made by Jesse Bates out of Wake Forest. 45-yard sprint. First and goal, Carolina at the 6. He's officially officially there. There was a bit of concern about running back Christian McCaffrey taking, I think, number 8 in last year's draft. He was a smaller and white. white Running back. <laughs> and there was concern. He was. He the, was the, white. I'm sure the concern wasn't because he was white, but he yeah. was a small dude that worried he couldn't run in between the tackles, and he was just going to be your Darren Sproles. Your Danny Woodhead. Yeah, exactly. Took the words out of my mouth. Danny yeah. Woodhead. Maybe your Dion Lewis kind of yeah. you know, scat back. Yeah. But, uh, man, he was torching the Bengals The Bengals. Um, he rushed for Geno Atkins. Geno Atkins had no answers. Yeah, 184 yards. Yeah, Geno Atkins' general admission couldn't uh, stop the man. <laughs> it was general uh, admission. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> boys. Right <laughs> <laughs> uh, he rushed for uh, 184 yards of 28 carries. Just seems to fit perfectly into this Carolina offense. I uh, really like the way they're using him on uh, some nice little players with Devin Funches. Uh, Imagine so, if they had a couple of receivers, though. Oh, Incredible. 
who was super just tall. Just like a semi-decent receiver. So they could catch every ball that came their yeah. way. Well, Devin Funches' his hands. I feel sorry for him. He's copping an absolute beating from Cam. And Chunky Monkey, CJ Anderson, he had a nice game as well. I still don't understand how he generates positive yards for his team. He just doesn't <laughs> look like a natural running back. And every time he gets a, a wince, I'm like, oh, shit, he's going to go. Like, he's going to do it either do his ACL or just like, it'll just be painful to watch. He's a big unit. He's a, he's a big old bust. And uh, <laughs> he uh, just doesn't seem natural when he runs. Um, to the Bengals. Back to earth for the Bengals. Andy Dalton. Back to being the Andy Dalton that we know skipped through four picks. Um, against the Panthers secondary that isn't exactly flooded with all-stars. No, no Josh Norman anymore. Um, yeah. Two Two of those picks were in junk time, and he was just oh, trying speed. to make something he happen. Four. He had four picks. All but right. uh, two crucial picks during the game is mm. still bad. Four picks overall maybe looks a bit worse than it is, a bit yep. worse on paper. Yep. Nevertheless, no good. Yep. And uh, I love the Panthers as a sleeper in the NFC. I think they go under the radar in a division which is really shaping up to be one of the toughest in pro football. I don't think I can name a tougher with division. the Bucks coming up as well. So, Is that the best division in football, Charlie? I think currently it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think pretty convincingly. I, yep. I can't think of anyone else who's really got four teams that could beat oh. anyone. When we get to Titans, Jags, you'll understand the <laughs> the the closeness of the, that the that division uh, and how it South. could really go either way. AJ but Green went down with an injury. Should we be concerned about that? We should note that for the fans, and we should be concerned. Um, I don't know how serious that one is. <laughs> but, <laughs> Did uh, we just throw you under the bus? Yeah. <laughs> I did do my pregame. Um, well, Marvin Lewis, not sure. No. Uh, okay. So that is enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, watch out for your fantasy team. Uh, okay, well, Paul Denner Jr. says that he doesn't think the injury is serious. Should we go next week? Of note, Mixon said same last week. Um, so who they, who don't they, look into it too much. Have we got to bounce back potentially next week for the Bengals? Uh, the Ooh, Bengals. At the Falcons. Oh, that's a pumping. That's that's a big game. Flat Ryan will be pissed. That'll be I'll take the over on that indoors in Atlanta. Yeah, no, Red this, Rifle. This, this is the exact game. It's going to come to play. Exactly, exact game. The Bengals put up nine points. Seriously, oh, yeah. and everyone's like the Bengals are shit. <laughs> yeah, it happens every year. Yeah, all right. I'll hold yeah. you to that. Yeah. Do you reckon over under is it nine points yeah. for the Bengals? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great. I'll take that. Take a bit of that action. Do you reckon um, one touchdown and a safety or three field uh, goals? Three field goals. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought maybe AJ's out. He's got no one to throw to. Hey, Tyler Eifert. Hey, he's, he's still got things happening. Yep. Uh, moving along to the next Nyanagood. I want to talk to you about these Detroit Lions, a team that we gave a lot of shit to over the first oh, yeah. uh, couple of weeks of the season, mate. They got pumped by the Jets. They get pipped by the San Francisco 49ers. And then come out. And absolutely decimate these New England Patriots. I don't know if it was decimate. They decimated them. Twenty six to ten. Oh no! They, they, they. they I didn't see the game. Was it? Yeah. Was it? It, it was a domination. The Patriots okay. did nothing on offense. Dude, right. Brady went fourteen of twenty six for one hundred and thirty three yards. Ugh. Their receiving core looked so depleted. All they did was the the Lions. They doubled uh, Gronkowski. Yeah. And then Brady's just got no one to throw to. It's like, why did you trade away Brandon Cooks? I yeah. don't understand it. Josh Cor- Josh Gordon, um, though he hasn't played a lot in the last five years, uh, they recently traded for him, as mm-hmm. we discussed last week. He couldn't come into the lineup soon enough because they've just got no vertical threats. They can't do anything. Brady's out there frustrated. There's no Amendola. Julian Edelman, we don't know if he's going to come back healthy. He did his ACL last year. Yeah. He's 33 years old. 
Yep. There's cause for concern, but uh, no, full credit to Matt Patricia, who we have been absolutely plastic. Um, he, uh, he had his team buttoned up and uh, they crushed the Patriots. Um, <clears throat> sorry, let me... Matt Patricia, uh, his defensive game was absolutely perfect. The offense looked pretty good too. Like I didn't didn't mind uh, the game out of out of our boy uh, Stat Padford. Is that yeah. what you've been calling him? That's um, not bad. Uh, Twenty seven completions, the thirty six attempts, seventy five percent, a couple of touchdowns, crappy interception. But uh, the real winner of this game, mate, was Carry On Johnson. So for a run here. And almost to the 45-yard line. Did that do it? It goes, well, that's going to put him at 101 yards. So unless, that? unless he loses a couple of yards on subsequent runs, it's going to be the first. It's almost like the crowd senses it, too. <laughs> they know it. They know it's been four and a half years since they had a guy rush for 100 yards, and the rookie does it. First running back for the Lions to rush over 100 yards since Uptown Funk was a number one hit. Oh, my God. 2013. Oh, what were you doing in 2013, Chess? Scattered as hell. That's that's what I. Oh, oh God, that's that's, that was a, that's a that was, long time ago. Well, the last time the Detroit Lions had a 100 yard rusher against when, the Patriots. No, just in 100 yards. 100 yards. Yeah. Any running back running 100 yards. You and I were in Europe acting like absolute. What virgins. about Reggie Bush? That was him. It was Reggie Bush. <laughs> so it, it says Theo Riddick. It, it has not been made. Never had a 100 yard game. Amir Abdullah that's, that's absurd. has not had a hundred yard game. Show me that stat. But Carry On Johnson was making that is things incredible. Happen. And he was he was taking a few picks after whoever the Patriots picked in the first round. Sonny Michelle. Sonny Michelle. Yeah. Who's not been looking great. Yeah. And he, he he's the pick that they selected uh from the Rams who traded for Brandon Cooks. And Brandon Cooks has been nothing yeah. but a beast for the Rams. And now Sonny Michelle's putting is, up, you know, fifty yards rushing. Because everyone made a big deal a out of him in the, pre, in the off season. Everyone said this kid's a, this kid's a real stud coming out of the draft. This is and the next Dion Lewis. Well, this could be the Patriots' problem at running back solved essentially because they haven't had a stable running back since well, maybe Legarrette Blunt, but just a premier first and second down back. But here's the problem, Chaz. Dion Lewis was doing some pretty good stuff for them last year, and they let him go to the Titans. All they had to do was pay him like $5 million a year, but I think yeah. that's worth it's it. It's not to, the Patriot way. It's not to pay yeah. anyone, yeah. apparently. Apart, apart from Brady. Well, even Brady takes a pay cut. I'm like, who yeah. are they paying? Yeah, exactly. Bill Belichick. Um, it's, so, it's, no. it's just absurd. Full credit to the Lions. Uh, I'm still not sure about them. I've got to see a couple more wins because yeah. – uh, that first week performance, uh, week one performance was abysmal. Last week wasn't great. Yeah. Um, but this week, yeah, really turned it on against a Patriots team that uh, people are once again freaking out about. Charlie, yeah. last week you said they were your favorites coming out of the AFC. <laughs> I don't know. Are you still on the wagon? Absolutely, I'm still on the wagon. They oh. they, they get Edelman back. Just, just Josh pump, Gordon. Josh Gordon. Just pump the brakes. This Josh Gordon is just going to be resurrect this <laughs> passing game. Come week six or seven, they'll figure out a way to get him involved. This Patriots team is too proud. Okay, Good. they're one and two. Just let's just calm down. If you had my top three AFC teams, you got the Chiefs, I got the Patriots, and I have got the Steelers in there. I still got the Steelers. You still got the Steelers. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Where are we? So I Heard think it here. I think I think it's too early to call. That's um. Sad. So yeah, it was a devastating loss, and Detroit. Yeah, kudos to them. I thought they were absolute. I still think they're garbage, but it was, it was, it was good to get a, <laughs> a big statement win for Matt Patricia. Uh, yeah, Stafford balled out. Puts up stats. Puts up puts up big stats. 
And in our next game for the Yenana Goods, the LA Chargers visiting the LA Rams. The Chargers, unfortunately, going down 35-23 to 23 against this L.A. team, which is just absolutely rolling. For 16, Rams have it first and goal at the 1. 11th play of the drive. Goff on a give. Gurley pounds it in. Touchdown, Rams. They can hurt you so many ways. I have my doubts about Jared Goff going into this year. I mean, Zach, you, we saw the game in the playoffs last year. I think it was the NFC Divisional. They hosted Atlanta. Jared Goff didn't have much of a game. Uh, and I was kind of like, you know, I, I think Goff is the one thing that holds this team back. I think he hasn't shown me enough in his first couple of seasons. I was being a little bit harsh. I was harsh on Donald after three weeks. I was harsh on Goff. But this kid is running this offense. He's stepping up. He's delivering passes on time with accuracy to his receivers. He's surrounded by one of the best supporting casts I've seen in the last probably five or ten years yeah. in terms of talent on both the offensive and defensive side of the ball. This team is absolutely rolling. Sean McVay, God damn it, pay the man. He is one of the great head coaches going around the league right now. And everything is just clicking. Goff had 29 for 36, 354 yards and three TDs. Gurley, another 100-yard game and a touchdown. Robert Woods, 104 yards, two TDs. Brandon Cooks got involved, seven receptions, 90 yards. Cooper Cup had a touchdown. And the defense did enough. Get Rivers to, yeah, 226, still had a big day, but it's just everything for this team is working. They haven't Charlie, got any injury problems, and it's just looking perfect for them right now. Charlie, I couldn't agree more. Um, let me first circle back to your point about Jared Goff. I was a little skeptical of him last year, too. I thought he might have been a bit of a system quarterback, that mm. McVay was just that good, that yeah. he was making Goff look good. But Similar to Nick mean, Foles with Philly. Everyone exactly. Kind of that. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, skeptical going into this year. These first three weeks, man, he has been – Absolutely phenomenal. Mm. He's playing so well. I mean, we forget. he's like a, He was a number one overall pick for a reason. He had a yep. bad year with a, the terrible head coach in his first year. They yep. bring in Sean McVay, take the league by storm. Then during free agency, sign anyone who is worth signing. Yep. And they make the re, redefining the dream team. I remember in 2011, Philadelphia tried to make a dream team. Didn't work. Stunk up the joint. Absolutely crumbled. This year, they've brought in all these big big personalities. Ndamukong Sue, yep. Marcus Peters, Akeem Tlaib. Their offense is is, is clicking. They, they yep. trade for Brandon Cooks. They've got all these players, and they seem to be able to pay everyone as well. Yep. And it's totally working. I mean, this has just got the smell of a 14-2 of a team. Absolutely. Right? It's got that... You know, yeah. when Carolina was rolling a couple yeah. of years ago, and you're just yeah. like, who, who's going to stop them? Yeah. Who's going to stop them? This, this is what... This is what this team is to me. Um, on the other side of the coin, uh, stiff for the Chargers to come up against the two hottest teams in the league within the first three weeks. Yeah. They're one and two. They're not a great team. <laughs> They're not a great team. But they had a good run game. Melvin yeah. Gordon and uh, Austin Eckler uh, combined for 127 yards at a TD. Yep. Yeah, they're not going to keep up with these two elite teams, but I've, I still think the Chargers are are one of the better teams in the AFC, and I think they, yeah, they're just a stiff, stiff. Do you start like the do you season. like the Chargers as a wild card? Can we yeah, have the AFC? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's not that many great teams in the AFC. The Chargers should be one of them. Yep. They've got a, such a deep chart. Joey Bosa's is out for a while, which is uh, yeah, a it's big a big loss. Yeah, a great defensive player. Yeah, um, probably one of the top ten in the league. Yeah, but uh, you know, you got Philip Rivers. Antonio Gates is somehow still playing. Yeah, who, who like knows 50. how that? Who knows how that's working? God love him. He um, runs the same routes, like 20 yards out every time and catches balls against like 21-year-old cornerbacks. Dude, he makes it happen. Yeah. It's great. He's it's incredible. I love Antonio Gates. Gatesy. Yeah. Good on him.
I think it's, yeah, the AFC West, I mean, the Chiefs are an absolute lock for that first position, but I think it's really down to the Chargers and the Broncos because the Broncos, you can't really tell with Denver until like week 11 or 12. I never yeah. understand them. I never know if they're good or not, but I know the Raiders are crap. So you know I think it's between, it's between the Chargers and the Broncos. I think the Chargers, I think it's just, won't make as many mistakes as they always do, but you still don't trust them. I think it's the special teams that'll let them down. You know, yeah. they'll, they'll miss a field goal, they'll yeah. give up a touchdown, punt return. There'll be all these like one percenters that just kill the Chargers, and you yeah. hate them for it. But yeah. they're a complete football team. They're a good football yeah. team. Philip Rivers, he deserves another playoff run. Yeah, I'm not saying he like Super Bowl would be great. He's not winning a Super Bowl this year, but another yeah. playoff run uh, for his career would be awesome. Absolutely, oh, we, we, I love Phil. We'd all love to see it. Yeah. I agree. Uh, Dude, just well, to finish off, Goff, sorry, sorry oh, yes. Jared Goff stats currently the regular season, 941 yards, 70% completion, six TDs, two picks for a rating of 111. That's great. God, they're a good team. Giving Patrick Mahomes a good old good old nudge for Dude, the MVP. Those receivers are all like perfect for the role they play as well. Yeah. Woods, Cup, uh, Cooks. Cooks. And, and who's the tight end? Uh, uh, what's his name? It's, 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 it's a good one. They really used to have Jared team. Cook, but they it's traded a really, him. Yeah, they traded him. Uh, tight end is uh, 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 Tyler Higby, of course. Oh, Higgers. Yeah, Higgers. Yeah, he, had two, he had two receptions for 35, so he, he, he played his role. He played his role well. That's great. <laughs> well, mate, hey, we were speaking about the Broncos. Uh, yep. Let's get to the Broncos at the Ravens. They go down 14-27. Case Keenum, uh, 22-34, no touchdowns, one crucial pick. Pretty convincing win for the Raiders, Chaz. Uh, the Broncos led early, up 14-7, to and yep. all my multi-dreams were coming true. To Allen. And he's in for a touchdown. Second touchdown of the game for Buck Allen. And once again, the Ravens score a touchdown in the red zone. They're now 12 for 12. But the relentless Ravens, my pick to be better than... The Houston Texans at the start of this year over Charlie uh, put on 20 unanswered points. And uh, I just got to say, I mean, who da- whoever doubted the Ravens, they're yeah. what a great team. Joe yeah. Flacco, he's got 277 yards and a touchdown, 25 for 40. I mean, this is what we came for. Hey, I, yeah. love the, I love Big Joe. Make a big, it, a big happen, statement mate. win against Case Keenum at home. It's, it's good to see the Ravens really excelling. I mean, I don't know how I, how I genuinely thought the Texans would be better <laughs> than Baltimore. Um, hey, it's early in the season. Don't, yeah, don't know. I know, I know. <laughs> but it's pretty tragic. Um, I'm loving it. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm loving it. I'm yeah. three. I just... Let's yeah. not get into the Texans just yet. We're not getting the Texans, we'll no. We'll stay on the Broncos and Ravens, too. Yep. Keenum, I think, presents a pretty familiar problem for the Broncos that they've had for the past few years, which is average quarterback, quarterback play. He's a below-average starter. Yeah. Um, he's supposed to be a game manager, but has five picks already on the season. Yeah. Um, defense wasn't great for the Broncos as well, and they kind of self-destructed. There were protection issues. There were fumbles, big scrum. I don't know if you saw this, but Philip Lindsay threw a punch. Really? Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, f- you, you can't even touch the quarterback, so yeah. you don't expect yeah. to be throwing punches and not yeah. get ejected. This and if you the, punch him, you got to punch the helmet. So at, the, at the end of the day, it's the worst thing for you. Exactly. It makes no sense. It's no um, logic. Ace Keenum is doing exactly what we thought he would do uh, in just go the pedestrian kind of 192 range for no touchdowns. I think he's uh, only as good as his supporting cast. Yeah. And I think he had a perfect situation in Minnesota yeah, in last Minnesota, year. Yeah. yeah, I think so um, too. And I think Denver will be picking a quarterback in the first round of the uh, draft next year. Absolutely. Um, 
yeah, like you said, game manager, he's throwing five picks, so he's not even doing that. So yeah. I think Denver, like we said before, Denver and the Chargers fighting out for that uh, wild card spot. And uh, you're off to a flyer with the Baltimore Ravens getting a win. Texans, uh, we will discuss. Moving on to that game, which we talked about before, with Kirk Cousins, Buffalo at Minnesota. This was one of the greatest upsets in NFL history. Anthony Barr coming up the middle, free safety, got to get it go. Allen steps up. Jumps over the defenders to pick up the first. Now, how many quarterbacks have you ever seen hurdle anyone? Goodness. Watch this. This is a freak oh, play. Oh, no game. No way. Let's let's be honest here. This was an absolute piss take. Saw the <laughs> score on Monday at the gym. Nearly fell off the chair. And I, I love, like, firstly, I love that you were just in a chair at the gym. Like yeah. you weren't working out. No, I was saying in the chair to, to go with the whole how how surprised I was. Right. But I, that, I just imagine you. Goes with, <laughs> I can't imagine you at the gym just sitting in a chair. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, mate, and I have done that before. We've gone to the gym and just gone on the bikes and put the phones out <laughs> and watched some NFL action. But I, nothing in the world could explain this game. Um, the Bills, we looked at the multis last week, and the Bills were, I think they were ten fifty, um, and the Vikings were about $1.05 to now, win. Yeah, I think that, either, that went out further, and I do know that the Vikings were a 17-point favorite. Yes. Which is yep. absurd. Yep. Uh, so that just kind of shows you the, the quality of the game. We were expecting uh, CBS covering this one, much to my dismay. And the Bills, Josh Allen just went to work on this Vikings D, probably one of the best defenses in pro football. And Josh Allen just said, no, no, not on my watch. Uh, I'm not the absolute hack that everyone thinks I am. And was just commanding this offense up and down the field. Getting all those key players involved. Chris Ivory had 126 all-purpose yards. Kelvin Benjamin lit it up. Three receptions for 29 yards. KB. Oh, just that, no, that's a that's a day for him. That that's is not a, bad. That is a goddamn day. Just 29 <laughs> yards. I didn't even know he could run that far. Just pointed the red finger at Cam Newton with his play. Um, Josh Allen also had 10 carries for nine, 39 yards and two touchdowns. While going 15 for 22 in the air for 196 and a touchdown. Dude, he jumped over a dude. Yeah, he did. Did you see that? He looked like he was uh, doing long jump. It yeah. was unbelievable. The guy's 6'5". Faced a lot of criticism after being picked in the first round of the 2018 draft. Yeah. And we, we kind of had a vibe that maybe this guy was going to be a bust. But he went to Minnesota with the Buffalo Bills, who uh, were pinned as one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. And destroyed destroyed yep. one of the best teams in the league and yep. is one of the biggest upsets ever. Yep. I mean, I think the real loser here is Vontae Davis. Uh, he was clearly Absolutely. holding them back. He was the player that retired at halftime. Yep. It does a lot for your morale for a team like the Bills if a player doesn't retire at halftime. And yep. That could have been a factor yep. in the win this week. Absolutely. Just that kind of composure, just to stay on the roster, to be with the team. I mean, the that, that shows composure. Yeah, that does. It does show composure. It shows respect. Uh, something they haven't had for a very long time, the Bills. So, so that would have really galvanized that team. Chaz, answer me this, mate. Yeah. The, the Vikings, is this just... This is just is this just Is this just one of those games that got away from them too quickly? They were maybe overlooking the Bills. They weren't focused. And, you know, you just chalk it up to a bad loss, move on. Yeah, or the, is this a cause for concern? I think, yeah. Because this, early on, reminded me of the way that the Vikings played the Eagles in the NFC Championship game. Bills get out to an early lead, mm. same as Philadelphia, and then the Vikings just 
implode. They don't know what yep. to do. They can't catch up. They can't make anything happen. You got one of the most dynamic uh, passing games in the league with Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen on uh, on the outside, and and, yep. and and Kirk Cousins just absolutely shrank. The whole team shrank. Yeah, I think this is one of those they've looked at the schedule and just said pencil in boys because I don't even need to rock up today. Send out the B team mm. because. There's no other explanation for it. I they would mean, have been better is, off sending out a B team. Exactly. This is a this is an absolute gimme for a three and zip start to the year, considering how the Packers are going at the moment, and also Detroit and the Bears, and you just you just absolutely pencil this in. It's just unbelievable how they could have possibly let this one slip. I think they've caught they've been caught napping. I don't look into it too much. I think this team is too proud. I think Mike Zimmer is going to give them one of the all time sprays this week. Yeah. And I think. Uh, oh. You know, I think the Bills can obviously take a lot from it. I don't think the Vikings will. Uh, I don't think it's panic stations just about yet because they are still leading that NFC North. Ah, uh, no, they're not. They're one, one, and one. Ah, and they're behind the Bears at two and one. Yes. So let's let's not get too excited about these Vikings. Here's why. I'm, here's what I was thinking, Chaz. They were looking ahead to a Thursday night football clash against the Rams. Now that's a game that you could afford to lose because you're going up against a great team. Yep. yep. Um. They're going to Los Angeles. It's an away game. You lose to the Bills. You need a win on Thursday night now. Otherwise, you're one, two, and one coming off two terrible losses. Uh, And they could very well easily lose to these Los Angeles Rams who look like the most complete team in football. I think think you penciled in as a loss. We looked at it prior to this Bills game saying, oh, that Vikings-Rams is going to be an absolute cracker. And now, based on this result, I'm going to say the Rams penciled in as a win for Thursday night. And the Bills go, and the Vikings go one, two, and one which is just definitely not what anyone would have predicted going into the season for the Vikes. And uh, good on the Bills, though. Uh, have now them. etched out the uh, the Cardinals um, as not the worst team in the league. The Cardinals yep. will remain. Um, mate, let's quickly uh, zip through for the last couple. Uh, th- these were my games for the last two. Yeah, nah, goods. We'll start mm. with Philadelphia hosting uh, Indianapolis. After a pickup of a yard. <laughs> Wentz with time for the end zone. It's a touchdown, Eagles. Dallas Goddard. Of course, everyone excited to see Carson Wentz come back. It was great to have him back. Uh, and Andrew Luck is back for the Colts. This yep. is a matchup I hope we see a lot of over the, over the coming years. Obviously, two stellar, still quite young quarterbacks. Yep. Um, Eagles get the win, 20-14. to 14. Score didn't really reflect. 20-16. Uh, 20-16. Score didn't really reflect how well the birds played. Um, okay. I actually think they were pretty much in command the whole time. You would. Um, Wentz, 25 of 37, 255 yards, one touchdown. Um, touchdown on his first drive, might I add. He has not missed a beat. And I've got to say, this is the perfect win for me for Wentz coming back. If he came out and threw for 400 yards and had three touchdowns, there'd be too much fanfare and everyone would be like, oh, the yeah. Eagles are back, the Eagles are back. Right yeah. now, we're flying under the radar. We've got, we're two and one. Our quarterback is looking great. Yep. And no more Nick Foles for a while, hopefully mm-hmm. forever. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I like where the Eagles are sitting. Um, this is definitely a win. You're meant to win this game against the yep. Colts. They go to face uh, the Titans next week. And uh, I actually think it's a tough game. These Titans, they, they, know, oh, how to, they, know, how to, they know how to win. <laughs> the Titans know how to win. So, You're taking the fist. You know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. <laughs> Indy hung around. Um, but uh, our defense looked good and... Man, not not too much to say about yeah, this one. Yeah, I think uh, what were, what were Luck's stats actually going into that one? Because I think he was. I watched some of the highlights. He looked okay. Got my pants, uh, got my I've pants, got it here. Got he had one hundred. 
Had 164 yards, a touchdown, 25 for 40. Quite a wet game, uh, by the way. It was. It was quite a dreary game. A, a, um, a bit uh, stewed you. A bit stewed you. And, yeah, Wentz, the Eagles did enough. Wentz looked good. Great to see Wentz back. What a, what a story. I just love seeing him play football. He's one of those players who's just great for the league when he's healthy. Um, Connected with Dallas Goddard. Uh, yeah. Tight end quite a lot, too. Seven targets, seven receptions for 73 yards and a TD. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't read about it. Wouldn't read about it. Wouldn't and uh, read about it. It was good to see Wentz just commanding the offense, just in symmetry. Looks great. Looked comfortable. And I think Philly will just plot along nicely, like you said. Weird one. And they'll just go to the NFC playoffs and just stroll right through, I think. Weird one at the end of the game, Chaz. Uh, the Colts are trying to ma- march for a comeback. They've got mm. a Hail Mary attempt. They bring Andrew Luck out of the game and put in Jacoby Brissett. Because what? apparently Andrew Luck's shoulder is still sore and he couldn't throw an 80-yard bomb. And, oh, my God. How demeaning. How small would your cock feel if someone else walks out there, no matter how sore your shoulder was, to throw the potential game-winning pass? Jesus. Thank God he didn't connect. Just for Andrew Luck's self-confidence. He'd be out of a job. He did set be out of a job if he connected with Jacoby. Uh, oh, God, that's devastating. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. But I mean, he's still healing. His exactly. Hopefully his shoulder's getting good. Exactly. And if Frank Reich's a good head coach, they're making things happen yeah, in Indianapolis. Yeah, if they're coming within four points of Philly in Philly, there's a lot to be said about that. Uh, kept my um, multi alive and my team And won. as long as the Colts stay relevant throughout the year, that AFC South division's not going anywhere. It is not running away from They've just got to keep pace. Yep. Just don't stuff up as much as you can, and you'll be in a good spot. The Titans and Jags, they'll do their bit. And uh, who else is in the AFC South? They always forget. It's always another spud team. Colts, yeah, Titans, you're, Jags. You're Houston Texans, Houston mate. Texans, other spot team. Oh, and three. Uh, to the last game, Zach of Yenanagu. Yeah, mate. I uh, had the pleasure of watching these Green Bay Packers take on the Washington Redskins. Yeah. And, uh, it was wet. It was wet. What I loved about it, mate, <laughs> on, on Sunday, it, it felt like uh, 2012 again. Tiger uh. Woods was winning a tournament, and Adrian Peterson was rushing for 120 <laughs> yards and two touchdowns. Adrian Peterson sprinting inside. He was smoking the Packers, dude. I love it when AP plays good. I can't believe he was on the bench. He's real bullish, wasn't he? Just oh, dude, it was it was classic. Yeah. I just I love to just see those it. cuts. Those that, man, yeah, that that one. He's cut, a beast. He's he's so awesome. I love watch. him. Yeah, I love him. I love I love the Redskins uni. It was wet. And he had those uh those things they put on their elbows. Elbow pads. Their elbow pads. And he looked good. Technical, uh, technical term <laughs> for the layman. He looked uh, <laughs> he looked sharp. Uh, the Redskins though was firing. Uh, we did not expect we didn't expect them to come out like that after they put up nine points against the uh, the mighty Colts. But um, yeah, yeah. Look, it's it's a worry. We are one. We're one, one and one, um, which in the NFC North is is pretty pedestrian. So. I think we have the Bills this week. I don't think it's... Uh, watch out for those Bills, mate. Yeah, watch out for those Bills. They'll get you. Um, I think just maybe, you know, get get Rodgers. I mean, you think Rodgers isn't looking 100%, which is which is, which is is clearly true. Um, I think he's a, seriously hurt. I've got no idea what's going on with his knee. But, I mean, he's making it happen, but he took four sacks as well. So every yeah. time he gets hit, I'm just like, I'm yeah, wincing. That, that offensive line is getting absolutely hammered. Yeah. That TJ Lang absence is huge. Bakhtiari, I don't know what he's doing. Corey Lindsley. I'm just like, every yep. time I watch a replay, Rogers is getting smashed. 
and connected with Geronimo Allison uh, for a yeah that was a nice, big that was a nice yard, a touchdown that was a nice bomb love seeing Geronimo uh, they're still not playing it through the stadium Charlie yeah Sorry, I know Geronimo. it's um, it's it's sad to see and the running game as well I mean all the hype around Aaron Jones. And Jamal Williams. I think you were the only person who had a All bit of hype around Adam Jones, yeah, right? They've combined for 71 yards, oh, just not helping A-Rod out. You what's know? happening to number 88, Ty Montgomery? Not doing yeah, they're playing more in the slot, I think. Um, but, uh, yeah, we just haven't got a ground and pound option, and it's placing more pressure on Rodgers, as always. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they go about it. Do you, do you even consider resting Rodgers for a couple of weeks and just being like, you know what, let's get him back to 100% health? Let's give him. It's give him. You know, the best opportunity come playoff time. Yeah. Or do we just do we just keep throwing him send out there? Out, send out uh, Deshaun feed, Kaiser. Feed him, <laughs> feed him to the Wolves. We'll play Deshaun against the Bills, and then um, we'll go from there. See what <laughs> Mate, couple of thoughts before we get into the stinkers uh, regarding Green Bay versus Washington. First thought: Is the NFC North shit? <clears throat> Absolutely. I, Absolutely, it's crap. Uh, we went into this year thinking the Vikings are going to be strong, Packers are going to be strong. Who knows yeah. with Detroit? Who knows with the Bears? And after the first few weeks, we thought it was going to be competitive, and now I think maybe it's just not that good. Yeah, most analysts in the preseason viewing had the NFC North as probably their second or third toughest division in football, considering obviously the the um, the up and coming Bears. Obviously, the Vikes were stacked. Rogers is healthy, and and Matt Stafford. They just have this ceiling for Detroit, but. Everything is just completely falling apart. And, you know, I think a, t- a 10 or 11 win season, the NFC North will get the job done. Oh, I'm sweating about uh, your boys going up against the Bills. Big Josh Allen. <laughs> big Josh Allen, he's doing it. I'm going to chuck him in my multi. What's that? Packers. Packers we'll over Bills. I wonder, yeah. what, I wonder what the, I wonder, I wonder what the, what the line, line is. is. Yeah. Is the line big enough? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My third week in a row, final thought uh, before we get into the stinkers. Third week in a row that Clay Matthews gets flagged for unnecessary roughness. Um, good news is he's hitting the QB. Uh, bad news is apparently you're not allowed to do it anymore. Yeah. Second down. Smith is jacked. Oh, my. And a penalty. It's on Matthews again. And he can't believe it. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. Defense number 52. It's a 15-yard penalty. Automatic. First down. Did you see this hit on Alex Smith? No, I haven't, I haven't it. Was seen like it was like a perfect sack. Yeah. Like last week we went off about the hit on Kirk Cousins yeah. and that just about cost him uh, cost him a win. They ended up with a tie at the end yeah. of that. And even in that situation I could understand Kirk Cousins was releasing the ball in my opinion shouldn't have been a penalty it was. Yeah. This time Alex Smith has the ball, Clay Matthews lays what is a perfect tackle. Yeah. What have you are you getting your eyes on it now? Uh, I'm just watching it now. I'm just seeing this so he's just passed. Oh my god. Oh, my God. What is he meant to do? I just don't understand. Matthews had four roughing the passer penalties in the first nine years of his career. He's now been called for three in the first three games of this season. I, I just hope this isn't a permanent thing, Chaz, because these hits, uh, they're meant to be making they're meant to be making the game safer, but these yeah. hits are pretty safe. But this is what we love about the game. We love seeing linebackers smash quarterbacks. I think it's because his helmet, based on what I'm seeing, it's just a slight little neat little reaction. Nah, it's apparently, apparently he's putting too much of his body weight on... Oh, on Smith to drop on him. On Smith. And it's uh, like, what yeah. is he meant to be doing, though? Honestly. I, I think well, if they're going down that path, it's, it's getting out of hand. But It's like, either, yeah. either just don't let them hit the quarterback. Yeah. So what a, are they expecting to tackle and then almost like spin them? 
Um, so you're just kind of letting him down easily. It's almost like you've got to tackle him and then pull him on top of you. But that, that like, like some kind of romantic. I'm just watching Mike McCarthy have a cardiac arrest. Um, yeah, he he almost <laughs> just threw his cheeseburger. Um, but he, but we used to froth Madden 07, the hit stick, was when we do those direct hits on the special well, teams. Well, one of the things that drew us into the league as people outside of America was yeah. you know th- these these big hits, and I yeah. understand you've got to curb the violence and you want to reduce concussions. But when it's getting to this point and when the referees are genuinely ruining games for yeah. fans who are watching it, I mean, look, I'm all for good quarterback play and keeping these guys standing upright, but yeah. Clay Matthews is not putting anyone in danger here. He's just playing football. I, yeah. I think it's a terrible call. It's an absolute disgrace. Um, I mean, that's the sport. Just, yeah, I know. It's, 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 it's painful to watch. They keep it doing stinks. it to him as well. And Clay Matthews, two in a row. It's getting ridiculous. It's getting Three weeks in a row for the big boy. Yeah. Charlie, let's uh, let's get into the stinkers. We got a few this week, so we'll charge on through. Charge them. through these ones. Uh, I'll let you talk uh, about your Houston Texans. My Houston Texans. Uh, number fifty-one again, Manning under pressure. It's shot number three, a hat trick for JJ Watt today. Going and uh, no, hosting the New York Giants, the New York Football Giants. Uh, the Giants getting that vital first win for the season against the just. Awful Houston Texans, 27 to 22. Houston Texans are my pick in the air. Uh, Zach and I's tight AFC battle. Just couldn't get the chockies at home um, <laughs> against a winless team with a quarterback that many are considering should have retired about five years ago. Um, and a dysfunctional defense. And it's just uh, incredible to see any team that I associate with seems to struggle. Uh, Eli Manning, you know, he was 25 for 29, almost perfect, 297 and two touchdowns. He was playing like it was a Super Bowl against Tom pretty Brady, much, mate. Pretty much against, uh, against this so-called all-pro te- Texans defensive line. Yes, J.J. Watt had three sacks, whoop-de-doo, but David and Clowney, there's still an MIA on him. Um, he's been an absolute bust. Cannot believe how underperformed, if that is a word, he, he has been because uh, he just hasn't shown up, Jadavian. All this, all this talk. And uh, it's, it's Charlie's it's, not happy. I'm not happy with him. I'm not happy with anyone on the Texans, to be honest. Deshaun Watson. Um, now, here's the thing. He had 385 yards, but uh, that that percent of his passes. No, though. but that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't that doesn't tell the story. They were they were, they were down yeah. big early in the game, and they were yep. just throwing the ball around heaps to try and get going. But yeah, it, it feels like Watson has not found his footing. He does not look like he did last year. Doesn't look nearly as dangerous. And I think they're just a poorly coached team. Yeah, and I think um, oh. oh 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 Brian. Isn't getting it done. Um, that's Texas coach Bill O'Brien. He's he, uh, this team is just completely dysfunctional with the stack of weapons they have. You got DeAndre Hopkins, probably one of the best receivers in pro football. Will Fuller, he's meant yeah. to be a beast. Yeah, Lamar Miller, these guys aren't a freak scrubs. running back. You got a you got a talented offense here. It's just the offensive line is pretty rubbish. Yeah. The guys who are meant to be protecting the quarterback. You got Russell Okung. The Giants had some had some nice things going for him. OBJ at over hundred yards. Uh, Saquon. So Quan Barkley, the Giants running back, had a nice touchdown as well. Um, so the Giants got a really important win to set up their six and ten season, and uh, <laughs> it's good to see them keeping pace with uh, the Skins in the NFC East. Yeah, we love to see it. Hey, mate, <laughs> let's um, let's change the tune to the Raiders, the Raiders, yeah, uh, the Raiders taking on the Dolphins. Um, the Raiders unfortunately went down twenty to twenty-eight to these Miami Dolphins. Raiders now in an zero and three hole, while the Dolphins three and zero, baby, they're what, crushing what would, it. What would the what would the odds have been for the Dolphins to start three and zip? 
Oh, mate, I've got no Dolphins, idea. Dolphins lead the AFC. That, I think that we forget, Adam Gase, the head coach, he went to the Dolphins, we're all very excited about yeah. him. And then he has to, uh, Ryan Tannehill goes down with an injury last year. They bring Jay, Jay Cutler out of retirement. And yeah. it was just an absolute stink fest. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, Tannehill was looking great today. Had 289 yards, uh, three touchdowns. And uh, they did what you should do against the Raiders, Titans, and Jets. They got wins. They're three yep. and zip. Um, they got a showdown against the Pats coming up. That will show us if they are for real. Oh, where's that? Oh, I don't know. Oh, God. Do you think it matters, really? I, I do. I do think it matters. If it's at home, I pencil in as a Dolphins win. Foxborough, though, you don't know. With the Patriots, they'd be... They'd be feisty after that Detroit Charlie, loss. a Dolphins win in reality would mean the Pats are one and three. Yes. And that... Considering they're one and two. They're now. on a bit of quick math yeah, for you. Yeah, quick, quick math. Um, that would mean that the Patriots are three games behind. Panic stations. Panicstations.com. All round. I mean, once again, mate, the Raiders can't seem to hold on to a lead. Uh, this is usually coming down to coaching and coach John Gruden uh, stressing out again. He's got one of the oldest rosters in the NFL, and I'm wondering, are they even fit enough to see out an NFL game? Because that's been the issue. Doesn't look like it. All three weeks. Jordy Nelson, uh, on the other hand, playing like it was 24. On second and eight. Carr throwing. Enzo wide open. Touchdown to Jordy Nelson. His first as an Oakland Raider. He goes up for 173 yards and a score. Got to love it that I think yeah. Miami were happy to let them have Jordy Nelson and uh, stifle everything else. Yeah, the, the Raiders—they're an absolute basket case. It's—it's it's good to see. Uh, they've got the Browns, obviously, as we discussed, coming in coming to town this week. And if they go on four, there is going to be some serious serious question marks. Well, what for happens? This Raiders team. You got a, you got a coach on a ten year contract. What are yeah. you supposed to do? It just seems like one of the most idiotic moves. Bring back, <laughs> bring back old uh, back here, bloody Jack Del Rio. Yeah, Jack Del Rio. He'd be getting more done uh, on this team. But yeah, maybe if it's if it's zero and four, it, it, it's in it's in NFL.com. It's time to panic. The notable teams to panic have the Raiders. Um, I, I did not foresee this. I tell you what, I thought John Gruden would get this team back on track with Derek Carr, um, but it's just nothing is going right for well, this team. John Gruden was out of the league and commentating for ten years, and then just yeah. automatically is meant to be this genius head coach, and it's actually turned out exactly how it really should have. Um, by the way, Chaz, a little stat for you. Oakland has had three sacks and one interception on the year. Less production than Khalil Mack. Yeah. Just Khalil Mack himself. Just Not the, the one, Bears the defense. One player. Just the one player that they traded away. And, yeah. Uh, I got to say, mate, not looking good. Not in looking good at O-A-K. all. O-A-K. Yeah, exactly right. Moving on to, ah, uh, Jesus Christ, the offensive uh, display, Dallas at Seattle. Uh, the Clapper. Probably one of the worst coaches in Dallas history. <laughs> uh, just couldn't get the job done against Pete Carroll and the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks winning this one 24 to 13. Russell Wilson actually had a decent game 16 for 26, 192, and two touchdowns with Tyler Lockett getting involved on a nice little deep ball down the sideline. Love to see Tyler Lockett getting involved. And uh, Chris Carson, 100 yards carry, 100 yards rushing uh, with one touchdown. Uh, just getting the job done against the Dallas Cowboys. This game was over pretty quick. I think it was about 20 to 3 at one stage. And, uh, I mean, the Cowboys, Dak Prescott, you know, 168, one touchdown. Uh, Zeke had a nice game, 16 carries for 127. But, um, you know, just similar problems for this Dallas offense. They just cannot find ways 
to put up points. I don't know what is going on with this team. Uh, you know, even with Zeke back, Dak Prescott still looks like a pretty standard quarterback. Uh, you know, is is Dak Prescott even that good, Dak? Do you think he's the guy for this team? It's a great question, Charlie. I don't think Dak Prescott's that good. If you're going off this this game, he had, yeah, 168 yards and two interceptions, no passes over 20 yards. I don't think he's going to be able to recapture that 2016 form. I yeah. think it was a, a lightning in a bottle. It was the perfect situation. They yeah. were an underrated team. They had a great offensive line. And yeah. right now you're seeing Dak Prescott play with – a sort of an average NFL roster. Yeah. He doesn't have great receivers. He's got an awesome running back, a pretty decent offensive line, but he can't make anything happen. No. And, I mean, you got to wonder if you're the Cowboys, is Dak Prescott our quarterback of the future? Is this someone we want to pay $25 million a year for? Yeah. At the moment, absolutely not. Like, God, no. Mm. I mean, I'd trade him for just about anyone else in, starting in the league. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. it's just, You feel like it's just, it's it's incumbent on the Cowboys, this organization, to think, no, 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 we've trained this kid for a couple of years. This is our guy. He's well-mannered. You see him on um, the documentaries on Amazon. This guy, you know, he seems like our franchise quarterback, and it's almost like they're too, they're too stubborn to make a move that could actually benefit them for the future. They're like, you know, Dak's our guy. Zeke's our guy. We've got uh, our hey, team. I, I Let's mean, build around them. Off the back of 2016, you'd assume that it's all going to work. 2017, yeah. Ezekiel Elliott suspended for six games kind of put things up in the air. I think yeah. they just chalk that season up to a loss. This season, we're starting to see what he really is, and it just isn't much, or at least not yet. Yeah. And I think by the end of the season, we'll know really whether they're going to be making that decision to go forward with Dak Prescott yeah. or to try and draft or trade or sign someone else um, because yeah. you know you don't want to waste this offensive line and, and Ezekiel Elliott. Absolutely. The problem be, is they've yeah. got no receivers as well, though. Yeah. Uh, everyone they brought brought on to replace Des Bryant and uh, Jason Witten, just not happening. Yeah, Cole Beasley and Greg Swain won't be getting it done for you. Alan Hearns, if, if you, I, I barely you, noticed him. If two least, lead, yeah, if your two lead receivers are white, then you got a problem. I don't care what league. Talk to the Patriots. I don't care what league you're in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I think there'll be certainly some question marks in the, in the offseason for the Cowboys. They'll be your pedestrian 8-8, eight 9-7 eight, and seven team. And uh, if questions aren't asked, then there's something seriously wrong with this franchise. Mate, Seahawks, anything to to, to be excited about there? Um, not really, to be honest. I think the Seahawks <laughs> are pretty standard. <laughs> they, they're almost like a better Dallas Cowboys. Like a slightly yeah, better. Yeah, they are. They're still going to put up shit numbers on offense. Yeah, what's a cracker is Earl Thomas currently holding <laughs> in. He's not holding out. He's holding in for a new contract. Not training with the team. Yeah, but still had two interceptions. He's a, he's just an absolute outstanding defensive player. Yeah. Will likely be in the Hall of Fame um, for whatever reason. The Seahawks don't want to pay him, uh, mm. bring him on for a long term contract. He's twenty nine years old. Yep, they're a bit worried about. Uh, he's injury prone. Uh, yeah, well, you know, not majorly. Yeah, um, not more than like the average. I think they're just trying to just can the whole Legion of Boom. Well, then why not trade him? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, maybe they're waiting for someone to give them an unreal offer, but. Had two picks today, looked as good as ever. And yeah. uh, that goes to show, kids, don't train. Overrated. Yeah, exactly. So, the, yeah, the Seahawks are one and two. Now, with the Niners absolutely battling for a starting quarterback, uh, you know, that that's a, that's a nice little cushy uh, second or third spot. Dude, the Rams have no reason not to win 14 games. And that's a yeah, fact. If they don't win 14, that's a disgrace. They've, they've really seen. let the city of Los Angeles <laughs> down. This is literally a definition of a cakewalk for the Rams. LeBron um, could not start soon Oh, enough. well, guess what next week? Let's talk about headlining stinker central. Seahawks at cards. 
Put that in your diary, guys. 405 on Fox. Huge divisional matchup. Huge divisional matchup. Four, Joe Buck, Troy four, Aikman. For that number for two. For the call. For that number two spot in the NFC West. <laughs> for the bragging rights. <laughs> All right, let's God. move it. Speaking of the Cardinals, mate, they went against the Bears. They were trying to defend the turf at home. Couldn't get it done going down 16-14. Ugly win for these Chicago Bears, but they sit atop the NFC North. That. <laughs> yeah. Almost lost. Yeah, I, was, I was feeling it. Yep. Um, mate, um, Arizona defense showed some signs early, uh, forced some turnovers, um, but could not get much going. It was a weird game because I'm watching it. Uh, Sam Bradford gets him out to a 14 zip lead. Yeah. And I, my mind's blown because quarterback for the uh, these these Arizona Cardinals, he's making things happen for the first time all year. He was playing like it was the first game and a half for the Vikings last year, where yeah. everyone seemed to think he's a franchise quarterback until he got hurt. Um, since he threw those two touchdowns early in the game, did absolutely nada. And uh, unfortunately, David Johnson couldn't get anything going. He only got 12 carries, which is weird for a team that mm. had a 14-zip lead early anyway. You'd think yeah. he'd be handing the ball off to your running back to kind of milk the clock a bit. But but that, that that's not instilled within the Arizona Cardinals. So that's, that, that's the problem, I think. Yeah. Uh, anytime we let Mitch Trubisky come back, a 14-0 deficit, something's seriously wrong. Exactly. Um, I mean, he had two picks and a lost fumble. Uh, yeah. It was, it was devastating. Mitch Trubisky, I'm still not sold on him, dude. Um, I get the feeling with Mitch, and we talked about this a little bit in the first two weeks, right, that he's a bad QB with a great head coach and offensive coordinator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they are masking all of his – in uh, what do you, what's the word? Ineptitude. Inability. They're really masking his, his inabilities, his flaws, yeah. and even and even with that, he's making some pretty bad bad mistakes. Like yeah. it's a really complex offense; they're doing some exciting things. Yeah. But then you got a guy who's either missing targets or can't find open players, and yeah. there are open players for this Bears offense. I just it, it it's wild that the Bears traded up to pick this guy at number two in yeah. the twenty six seventeen draft, uh, like eight picks ahead of. Patrick Mahomes, ten picks ahead of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Bears fan, that's got to that's got to irk you. But still, you got to be chuffed with Khalil Mack and the defense. They're, they're doing some great stuff. Only letting up 14 points after the team got out to a hot start. Um, Hypothetical: If you put Aaron Rodgers, a healthy Aaron Rodgers, on the Chicago Bears team, do you have them winning the NFC easily over the Rams? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant NFC North. Yeah. Um, I see them being really competitive with the Rams. Yeah. Healthy Aaron Rodgers on this yeah. Bears team. Yeah. Mate, yeah, they got some good running backs. The yeah. offensive line's doing great. The defense is yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's How just... sexy would that be? And the and Aaron Rodgers in the Bears great. kit. Imagine imagine these Bears fans getting good quarterback play. Oh, my God. They wouldn't know what to do themselves. <laughs> Honestly, they wouldn't. Here's what I loved about the game, though. A real highlight for me, mate. Uh, inspired by Baker Mayfield on Thursday night. The Cardinals, trailing 16-14 to 14 with five minutes to go, decide to send out their rookie quarterback, Josh Rosen. So they bench Bradford, who's been paid $15 million to play yeah. two and three-quarter games. Um, and Josh Rosen, apparently the most NFL-ready QB, goes out there for a couple of series, doesn't make anything happen. Unfortunately, did not have that Baker Mayfield Didn't have that factor. magic? Yeah. Yeah, the magic. I mean, like, in his defense... He was given five minutes at the end of the game to try and make something happen. Tried to throw a Hail Mary. The Bears blitzed him. Uh, just couldn't. Crushed his dreams. Nothing happened. Don't know why they really put him in there at all. But apparently, 
the Cardinals are going to start Josh well, Rosen st- yeah. uh, next week anyway. So they're just rolling with it, sending him to Seattle. Jeez, that's that's a bit of a stitch up for him, isn't it? But uh, yeah, good. I think I think it's time to to get rid of Bradford, give Rosen a go, see what he can do. Um, Derek, you know uh, what's his name? David David Johnson. He had an okay game, twelve carries, thirty one yards. Um, uh, that's a pretty shit game, Charlie. But uh, yeah, so moving on uh, to just quickly placeholder quarterbacks: Tyrod Taylor getting sixteen million dollars, Sam Bradford fifteen million, Josh McCowan ten million. It's a good gig. It's a that's great you, gig holding the clipboard. That's all you got to do. You just got to make it to the the second starter, the second, um, the second, um, yeah, the backup. Um, so <laughs> moving on, <laughs> let's just do a quick reset. Yeah, try to get the energy up for the last one. Bring it home, baby, <clears throat> for this absolute fucking schnoozer. Yes, moving on to our last stinker of the week. It was the Titans and the Jags, and it was uh, <laughs> a memorable one, no doubt about that, for uh, both. AFC, proud AFC South franchises. Um, this was everything you had come to expect from Bortles, uh, from the Jags, from the Titans, from Mariota, um, pretty much from everything that we've known to learn about this um, these two teams. Um, Chaz, a lot of R's. I'm not, I'm not going to be a stickler. It's, it's 9 o'clock. I know, I know, I know. But we just got to try and... It's not 9 o'clock when the person's listening to it. True. And... Oh, reset. Ready? We'll do a quick reset. Ready. <laughs> Remember last week I was trailing off? Yeah, Chaz. Yeah, it's just like, oh. Because we are, we're about the same in. We're, we're, this is another hour. So it's an hour and a half since we started. Okay, let's do it. And in the last stinker of the week, it was the Titans at the Jags. The Titans getting a massive AFC South win, nine to six. <laughs> uh, what a performance it was from Mariota. The Jags just didn't have an answer for him. He went 12 for 18, 100 yards, no <laughs> touchdowns. And that, wow, was a, that was enough against B squared. Blake Titans Bortles. Keep finding ways to win. They do. They're pesky. I'll tell you what. Uh, Someone called C. Davis had uh, two catches for 34 yards. He led receiving for the Titans. Corey Davis. Um, Corey Davis. Davis, that's the one. And uh, Blake Bortles, you know, he, he passed more yards than Mariota, and, you know, he had 155 yards, 21 for 34. Um, TJ Yeldon did this okay is, in the rush and the and in some receiving yards. This but, is the uh, Jaguars that we've come to know. They absolutely drop a deuce in the middle of the field when mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And mm-hmm. when they're playing the Patriots, it's like a they Super Bowl d- they, decide, they decide to rock up. Yeah, and hosting the Titans, who have no significant victories on the year. Yeah. And it blows my mind that the Jaguars can only put up six points against them. The I Titans just, aren't a great team. <laughs> yeah. I'm just watching but some of the field goals. I'm two watching, and one. Some yeah. of the field goal highlights. They literally sail through. Like, they don't, they're not even drop punts. They're just, they're just literally floating. Oh, and, uh... It's incredible how the Jags find ways to do this when, considering last year and how important that AFC seeding was uh, in the context of the playoffs with the Jags going to New England for that AFC championship game, if the Jags just simply win games they're supposed to win, now that they've beaten the Patriots in week two, if they host an AFC championship, they're in a pretty good spot. It's the same with Minnesota, mate. Right? They, they can only put not, up six points against the Bills. It's, it's not like, It's uh, not incredibly complex working absolute out. Absolute head scratches. I get yeah. it. It's a divisional game. And I'm like, I, I mean, I can't imagine anyone even watched this game or no. really cares about a 9-7 defensive showing. Yeah. 
But, uh, I, I mean, yeah, the ja- just knock down the Jags, down the totem pole for me a little bit. Yeah. It makes the Chiefs seem that much better. The, the one key takeaway was from, we both didn't touch this one for the Maltese. Uh, I think because we, we've seen enough Great NFL move. to know what these teams can This was a big old stay away. Big old stay away. You don't go near these two teams uh, when it comes to the Maltese. So that wraps up our stinkers for the week. And there were a couple. Moving on to the third down for our locks of the week. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Take us away. Let's review our locks last week. Moving to the locks for week three. Um, uh, I did have the Patriots over the Lions for my lock of the week. There are a lot of toss-ups for week three. And, you know, considering the fact that they lost to Jacksonville in week two, it was a massive loss. You know, Tom Brady coming back for a rebound game Sunday night football, and they just couldn't get it done for the lock. Couldn't register the first point. Uh, over to you, Skipper. Yeah, well, I locked up uh, those uh, pesky bears. They got the yeah. win. It was a dirty win. It was a white-knuckle win, but they got it, and that puts us at 1-0. Uh, i got to say, guys, if you're looking to put a bet on, I'd take my advice over Charlie's. The Ravens are cooking. The Texans stink. The Pats stink. Charlie, who are you locking up this week, mate? I am locking up based on the uh, dismal performance by the Vikes against the Bills. I'm taking the Rams as my lock of the week for week four. They're hosting the Vikings on Thursday Night Football. And I think they go to 4-0 with absolute ease. You're over locking up a Thursday nighter? Vikings. A Thursday nighter? Oh, sorry, with Thursday night. It's a, I mean, Thursday night, notoriously just a, 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 a toss part of a game. The Vikes are garbage. <laughs> oh, where are we? It's, That's my lock of the week. It's a bold prediction. I am going a little bit more conservative, um, but I will go with an LA team. At the StubHub Center, the Los Angeles Chargers will be hosting oh, you CJ Bethard. <laughs> I didn't see that one. See, oh, I saw that. I, I didn't think CJ Bethard. I thought Jimmy... Uh, oh, God damn. San Francisco 49ers, of course, without their star quarterback, uh, oh, Jimmy man, Garoppolo. Okay, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, uh, we should just in, wipe out the Niners that's going for the whole the, season. That's going in the I should, multi. They should be in there. Um, other, other, it's going in the multi. You got dollar one for that. Uh, yeah. Other other <laughs> other locks I was tempted by were the Chiefs over the Broncos, obviously. No, nah, that's not a lock. Um, not at Denver. Oh, that's a lock, baby. No, not at that, Denver. That, but, well, it's not my lock. You know my lock. I'm not going crazy over here. Um, other, you touched uh, the Packers hosting Buffalo. No, no, nah, mate. We don't know what these Buffalo these Buffalo Bills do, mate. No, they get too excited. The Bills. I want Buffalo. Had one Bill. win. Yeah, that's enough for them for the whole season. They'll, they'll be they'll be jacked. They're toast. Yeah, drinking um, their bathwater. Other than that, mate, there's there's an absolute bunch of toss ups. I really couldn't pick. I'd have to see what the lines are. Yeah. Um, as we move into the fourth down. So, Chaz, just refreshing. You are locking up the Los Angeles Rams over the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm taking Los Angeles Chargers over the San Francisco What do we say 49ers. about the Chargers? You never put them in anything. You uh, never bet on them. I know, mate. But they'll I'm, get you. They'll, they, will, they will get over CJ Bethard. They'll find that. If anyone's going to do it, it'd be the Chargers. Yeah, just get the feeling. <laughs> if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be the Chargers. Uh, well, he's hoping. God, I hope CJ gets up. Guys, as always, it is the fourth down on the fourth down. We have a punt. Chaz, I uh, threw up a multi this week. Did not have a drunken AFL bet. Instead, decided to trust my guts uh, and put some smart NFL bets on. Yes. And I uh, got three out of five. Not bad. Got... Is it a solid day at the office? It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, the Broncos screwed me. Yeah. And if Case Keenum had that touchdown at the end, which he blew. Yeah, I would have got. I took the Broncos plus six. I thought that was far too big a margin against the Ravens. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring affair. Yeah, 
But the Ravens, you know, they seem yeah. to make things happen. Yeah. Got the Chicago Bears just for the win. KC Chiefs just for the win. Yeah. Um, Indianapolis Colts were plus seven. I said, give me a piece of that action. I like that a lot. Because I was like, Philadelphia is going to be wet. Yeah. Carson Wentz is coming back. Yeah. And I think it's going to be a close game. Yeah. And it was. And it was. Spot on. Um, and then the Pats just. Yep. They absolutely cooked us all. Um, the Patriots, we yeah, we, 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 we can't trust them. I think for mine, I think week three may have been the last draw for my multis. Um, the the, the levels are over. Just go the on. Sheer, the sheer nerve of some teams to flick a switch for the one week I bet against them, it is truly incredible. Uh, I went with the Lions this week. You sold me that they were a safer avenue than just go for the win. Um, Wait, who'd you, was, how'd you multi go last week? Uh, last week I got, uh, I think, two. Out of two out of five, very good. Um, and then uh, are you talking about week two or week three? Week three. Yeah, okay. Oh, week go. three, I got one. Um, one. Week three, I got one. Yeah, one so, out of five. Um, a twenty percent conversion rate for the, for two weeks in a row is something I'm actually quite proud of. Probably the only consistency in this, in the NFL season thus far. Um, so league who, one, who'd you lose on? Ah, uh, well, league one, I went Packers over Redskins. Started off safe. I had the Packers at minus three. They just, yeah, the Redskins lost to a debilitated Andrew Luck in Washington the week prior, putting up nine points in total offense. But this week, they knew I bet against them. Alex Smith, you know. Uh, turns it on. Turns it on. Adrian Peterson turns it back to 2008. And uh, they put up 31 points in my Packers. Uh, so that was the first leg. And then the Pats, obviously, completely screwed me over at Detroit. Yep. Um, who would have thought that would have happened? I had the Patriots at minus seven. Uh, with Detroit 0-2. Oh, so you took the Pats on the line as well. Yeah, it wasn't the Pats just on the line. Yeah, it wasn't just the win. I just took them with the win. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I had League 3, I had the Falcons over the Saints. I was like, the Saints aren't playing too well. It's probably the safest bet with the Falcons. They were at minus one and a half over the Saints. And I was like, that, you know, probably be a field goal. I think the Falcons would, would put up enough points I'll, look, that's, to get that's, that spread. That's fair. I mean, the Falcons almost won the game. It was, yeah. You know, it, was, it went to overtime. Yeah, it and, went to overtime. Uh, so, I think if they won the coin toss, you would have won that. Yeah, so that, yeah, Flat Ryan couldn't get it done. Then I had like four. Rams over the Chargers. Got this one right. Um, the, actually, I got two legs right this week. I got Rams over Chargers because I had them at minus seven. They beat the Chargers 35-22. And I had Dolphins and Raiders at minus seven. They won by eight. So Man, this is two, like casino. Two out of five. Um, a very good week in the Not books. Bad. Looking into week four. Um, and we've got some absolute crackers lined up. Probably for a more conservative approach than last week. Um, I, so, think, I think so, Jazz. I think yeah. we will go a little bit more conservative. Yeah. Who do you like? Uh, well, I've gone through the list of options, and I've got five here at the line again based on last week's success. i got the Colts at minus one against the uh, Texans. Don't tell me you're betting against I'm the Texans. I'm betting against the Texans, and I think this might be a bit of reverse luck. I think my Texans might get up. which uh, So it's almost like a head, natural hedge. So yep. I'm just betting against... Emotional hedging. Emotional hedging. Uh, I've got the Seahawks at minus three. They're going to Arizona. Um, I think the start of Josh Rosen will just be a little bit a little bit too bright in uh, in Arizona for, for Joshy Boy. Sorry, what? what? I said uh, the lights will be too bright. Oh, the lights. Very good. Um, the lights will be too bright. Not the yeah. start. Not, not the... Not the yeah. And then I've got the Chargers uh, with CJ Bethard coming to town. I've got them at minus ten and a half to get the job done over San Francisco. Uh, I've got the Chiefs at minus five going to Denver. Uh, you're up against Case Keenum. So if you put up 11 points or more, you should get the Chockeys. And then I've got the Steelers at minus three and a half hosting the Ravens on Sunday Night Football. I think the Ravens come back to earth after their huge win against Denver. And the Steelers get the job done with that offense now rejuvenated. 
Charlie, I'm I'm with you on a couple of them. I really like the Chiefs at minus yep. five. I yep. think. I think that's a safe bet, the Chiefs. Look, let, let's say the Chiefs are going to put up 35. Yep. I don't see the Broncos putting up 30. That's that's no. for damn sure. So, yep. uh, I think, yeah, you're absolutely spot on there. I like the Dolphins plus seven. I yep. think they're getting totally yep. disrespected, and Completely. I really think New England haven't been great. They're playing at home. Does this mean anything? They need a victory, yeah. and Josh Gordon's going to be in the fold. But uh, I just think I think it's going to be closer than than that, and I think plus seven is just too I good think, to yeah, pass I feel up. like the bookies don't actually realize Tannehill's playing some good football. I think they still think like Matt Moore, Cutler's still playing for Miami. Like, uh, yeah, must be some bookies in New England. Uh, Jay, like, Jay oh, Cutler. Miami's coming to town. It's another pencil in job. Yeah, touchdown favorite. Touchdown favorite after that crap on Sunday? The, 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 the Patriots haven't played well since... Was a Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and they're exactly. a touchdown favorite at home. I, yeah, I know I, they need to win, but... I would have been surprised if it were minus three for the Pats. Minus seven is outrageous. Yeah. I think that's, a, that's a certainty. I like the Cincinnati Bengals getting plus six against the Falcons. I think they'll be able to put up points. Okay, yep. Uh, and, and, and Without keep... AJ Green? Well, uh, that'll depend if AJ Green's playing. That's a really okay. good point. We'll, so you'll take we'll, that off if AJ Green play, doesn't we'll, play? We'll monitor that. Um, yeah. Apart from that, mate, I mean, you, you, you pretty much ticked them off. So how many leagues is that? Well, that's, that's that's three legs. I might do a couple of over-unders, but yeah, that'll do take a, a bit more. You could do at least five legs. I'll, I'll take it up to four. and do at least um, five legs. That's the rule. <laughs> Is that the rule? <laughs> We're never going to make any money if we can't do it at five legs. Oh, God. The Pats, man, they keep screwing us. That's why yeah. I want to bet against them. Yep. I just, ah. You can never do it. I can. You're Teddy Bruschi. You're Teddy Bruschi. Well, that just about brings us to the end of week three. A lot of big takeaways. Fantastic week. I hope the uh, 49ers are able to solve their QB crisis. Yeah. Uh, not before I win a bit of cash against them, but yeah. uh, putting some money on the if you, feel, if, you feel, if you feel like a laugh, watch that game, 49ers charges. Um, there are some crackers. Jets, Jags will, will surely toss up some storylines. Um, <laughs> but uh, look, another massive week in the books and another massive Monday morning waking up to seeing our multi-shattered no doubt about it, but uh, it was a great show, Skip. Charlie, it's just about to wrap her up, John. Oh, uh, she's lit. Uh, see you later. See you next week. Guys, of course, if you've got any questions you want to hit Charlie and I up with, you want to be a part of the show, send us a message on the, on the gram. I think it's going off. We've got about six or seven followers now. Watch out. Hey, man, hit us up. Don't be afraid. Facebook's also up and running. Is, is it up and running? Head of, yep. head of marketing content. Head of marketing. Uh, Charlie King, he's got the Facebook rolling. You can check that out. Chuck it a like. Stay up to date with everything first down under. How many likes we got, Chaz? Seven. Seven. Woo. Good work, Lidge. In my opinion, that sucked. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game.